I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. You know, when you're trying to figure out what you really want, the answer to the question is not a what, but a who. Because the best things in life, (laughs) they aren't things. Welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. Thanks for joining me. You know, this is the top spot on the internet for beverages with a bishop. My goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, why let me invite you to like, subscribe, and then also share this with a friend, would you? Hey, what is it that keeps us going day in and day out? From where do we draw the strength to go about our busy schedules and maintain our hectic lifestyles? What's the true source of strength to keep living life? You know, one of the impacts of dealing with COVID was that we all had to face lockdown time. And as the Lord has allowed the world to come to a near standstill, many people took time to reflect and recognize the gaps in their lives and try to find something meaningful to fill the gaping holes we found inside of us. Many of us took time to ask ourselves the question, What do you want? Well, actually, that's a question that Jesus asked people from time to time. Today's scripture comes from the first chapter of the Gospel of John, and it tells us about one of those times. It says, The next day, John the Baptist was there again with two of his disciples. And when John saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. Well, when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. And turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked them, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you'll see. So they went and they saw where he was staying and they spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. And the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah. And he brought him to Jesus. Well, as we look into that scripture that I just shared, we find a powerful revelation that not only should give us pause, but should give us hope that all is well. We see a couple folks (laughs) just living their lives, and then Jesus passes by. And their attention is drawn to him by someone who knew Jesus better than they did. And they decided to get closer and check him out. (laughs) Isn't that just like God? Just when we think we've got it all figured out, God comes on the scene 
and lays out the gospel, the meaning of life, and all of the answers we seem to be searching for, although they've been there all along. Hey, if if Jesus asked you, what do you want? How would you answer that question? Lots of people come to Jesus for a specific what? (laughs) Actually, you might have several answers. You may need to stop and think for a bit before you answered. What's the what at the top of your list? Healing? Finances? Employment? A specific relationship? Turns out that what these two guys wanted was just to spend some time with Jesus and and check out for themselves if he was who John had said he was. Because John had said that Jesus was the Lamb of God. These were Jewish men. They knew about lambs. They knew lambs were set aside for sacrifice. They knew two lambs a day were sacrificed at the temple, plus all the personal sacrifices brought by worshipers. They knew at Passover, each family had to have a lamb. In other words, they were well aware that lambs had a role in obtaining forgiveness. And they just wanted to figure out how Jesus fit into that concept. So their answer when Jesus asked, what do you want, was to answer a question with a question, which is a very Jewish thing, by the way. They said, Rabbi, where are you staying? It was a request to spend time with him in his house, on his terms, so they could get to know him. And Jesus' answer was an invitation to get close. Come, and you'll see. And he makes the same offer to you. It turns out that the best answer to the question, what do you want, is not a what at all, but a who. If you ask Jesus what do you want, his answer would be demonstrated by his title, Lamb of God. It's a title that points to his sacrificial role. You see, under the Old Covenant, lambs were brought by men to God. Those lambs could only take away guilt. They they didn't remove sin. And the blood of those lambs was shed, well, for Israel alone. But now Jesus has instituted a new covenant. He's, He's completely turned it around. He's the Lamb of God, given by God to men. And now God has brought the sacrifice to the altar. And his Lamb of God can take away sin. And in him we can be justified and made pure. And this Lamb is not sacrificed for Israel alone. He shed his blood for the whole world. Under this new covenant, whoever believes can come and receive. So if If you asked Jesus, what do you want? His answer would really be quite simple. What he wants is you. And he's willing to give everything he has and everything he is to prove it. And when Jesus asks you, what do you want? You'd do well to realize that 
What you really want is him. Because when you have him, you have everything else he has to give. When you have him and he has you, then you get invited to spend time in his house so you can get to know him. And I'm convinced that life, real life, is found just under the chin of the Father. By that I mean sitting in his presence, close to his heart, under his careful watching. Take a look at the lion cub in today's illustration. It's sitting in the safest place in the world. Nothing in the animal kingdom looks forward to a fight with an enraged and powerful male lion. Our God is the lion of the tribe of Judah, and he watches over his children. There's something surreal about the thought of sitting where the cub sits, protected, provided for, sitting under the watchful gaze of a loving father. Anything the cub can do is <laughs> paltry when compared to the father lion. His power protects. His experience and wisdom provides. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. During this week, on this Holy Tuesday, let's take a moment to just, just pause, reflect on the simplicity of the gospel. Let's rest in the answers that are revealed in this powerful passage of Scripture. And the invitation, come and see. Let's not focus on signs or wonders, as wonderful as miracles are. Let's not seek great theologians or human wisdom to try to understand God's plan for us. Let's not be satisfied by the voices of bishops speaking about the things of God. Today, let's just deliberately step aside from the rat race called life. Have a seat and listen to our Heavenly Father speak true wisdom. Christ the power of God, the wisdom of God. Is he not such a loving Heavenly Father that he'd explain his intricate plan of redemption and the secret to a fruitful life in one small sentence? Come and see. He's our source. He's our strength. He's our hope. He's your biggest fan. Let's make time today to just sit in this for a moment. Just simply sit with these words and allow the Holy Spirit to renew our minds. What an amazing and refreshing revelation we'll see. Because it's in these simple things we find our peace, our greatest joy, and the love that our souls long for. Perhaps St. Teresa of Lisieux said it best. Our Lord needs from us neither great deeds nor profound thoughts, neither intelligence or talents. He cherishes our simplicity. Actually, all the Lord needs from us is us. So take time today as a, as a simple child, sitting with a loving father. When you've seen Jesus for who he is, you'll find your response will be much like Andrew's. 
you will simply have to tell someone. Andrew told his brother, and he brought him to Jesus. And that, my friend, is real life. It's good. It's good to be near God. Come see. That's the end of our time together today. Before you go, I, I want to ask you to help other people to hear the words, come see. Help them meet the Jesus they never knew and get to know him and his word personally and better. Please do like this video because it truly helps more people see it. Don't forget to click follow or subscribe so you and I can get together every day. If you want to click the link in the description, I'll send you a free copy of my book, Count to One. Drop it right in your inbox for you. Hey, and one more thing. Do share this with a friend, would you please? Because as you do, you're part of the team that's touching hearts all over the world with the love of Christ. Thank you for helping.